0: you <laughs> To SMC Live Episode 3. Working in partnership with ArchD Radio, all shows will be recorded and available for listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio through the School Life podcast channel. Be sure to subscribe to get this and all our future episodes as soon as they are released. My name is Maddie, and on the desk today we have the lovely Miss Jean Marie Nguyen. Hello! Mr. Robert Napoli. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and our favourite representative from Arch G Radio, James Meston. Hi. woo
1: a bit. I'm a bit starstruck to be here, actually, on the SMC live. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. I know, first time. I know. Oh, jitters. I know. I know. Oh, it all, it all well. happened just in the last minute as well, which I really like as well. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, we were looking to be um, – Ruby was supposed to be here, but not well today. And as a result, you invited me to be on the panel. And I literally – I got a buzz. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yay. <laughs> and obviously, it's the first time for you, Mr. Napoli, mm. and you as well – Miss Newen, yes, because oh I God. unfortunately Miss
2: Newen, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's time to grow up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> are, you, are you adulting, Miss Newen?
2: Um, <laughs>
0: trying to, yes.
2: Um,
1: okay, good. Yeah, A we'll see plus, how we go.
0: A plus and adulting.
1: Well, we'll see how we go, Shelley. Thank you. Okay, good.
0: All right. So to set the mood for. Uh, this Easter, I thought it'd be a great idea to share our experiences and traditions of how, you know, each other kind of celebrates Easter because everyone obviously does it differently. Um, I know, for example, it's not – our family doesn't really focus so much on the faith aspect of it um, and it's more the, you know, we get together, we look for chocolates and have, you know, a bit of a fun time just as a break away from, Mm. you know, normal life and that's kind of our Easter. But I know that it's different for everyone else. So I was wondering if I could get your opinions or, you know, if you could tell me a little bit about, you know, what you guys normally do or what you're planning on doing this year. Uh, Jean, we'll start with you. Me? Jeez. Well,
2: Easter for me in the past has always been a lot of uh, mass going. So four days of uh, going to our church. Um, Obviously, last year was a little bit different. We did mass online. Can't say it was the same experience. Still had, you know, those different elements of, you know, Easter. So we still had the lighting of the candle on Easter Saturday. So we did that from home um, virtually. And then we still did an Easter egg hunt within our own, you know, household. So that was still fun. Um, but this year, I think this year it'll be spending a bit of time with family resting, I think is the big one. Mm. Um It's been a crazy term so far. So it'll be a time of resting um, and a time of celebration. I think there's so much to celebrate about in general. And then with Easter as well, I think that's kind of just reminding us to kind of stop, breathe, celebrate, and that there's always that light at the end.
0: Yeah. Which is, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, (laughs) that sounds like a really nice, you know, experience. Like, I hope that that goes really nicely and relaxing for you. What about you, Mr Knapps?
3: Um, well, I think one, two of my favourite things about Easter are, and always have been for a long time, um, Stations of the Cross at Sacred Heart. I'm an old scholar from Sacred Heart and have um, always enjoyed being part of that. Um, if you haven't been there before, um, it's worth going to. Mm, um, they do it well. They do it really well. and um, Just the version of the Stations of the Cross that they use, I find it really um, relatable, um, but, and, and the way that they reenact it and move around the whole grounds of Sacred Heart, the whole experience is, is quite meaningful for me, engaging for me. And, um, you know, we take the whole family along and also as an old scholar, it's great to come back and reconnect with, um, other old scholars, teachers, brothers, um, from the past. So that's always a highlight. Yeah. Um,
0: Sorry, I was actually, sorry yes. to interrupt, but I was just going to ask you, um, for listeners who don't know, and you know, I'm not well versed with mm. all of the different traditions, um, the Stations of the Cross, mm. what what are they? Like, what's What's the importance of that to Easter?
3: Mm. Good question. So I guess if we want to talk about, we could start by talking about the, the Easter Tridium, if you like. So basically, um, there's Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and then Easter Saturday, Easter Sunday, And Easter Tridium represents, it's talking about three important days. I've just mentioned four days. Yeah. Catholics can count. Um, Are you sure about that? (laughs) So Holy (laughs) Thursday. That's I counted three. <laughs> <laughs> I better go hand no my membership card back.
0: Guys, do you want to take my methods test with me or something?
3: Oh <laughs> like I said before, I'm, I'm helping my son with Year 11 maths, and I'm getting there. So yeah. there must be some truth in it. So I um, use that. quadratics to work out <laughs> yeah. the Easter tritium. Yeah. You'd be the first person in history.
0: Negative b plus or minus square root of. I'm four sure there's a so formula so for it.
3: There yeah, is. Um, <laughs> a catechetical algebraic equation. Quite possibly. I'm sure my son can work one out. Probably. Um, so it, uh, it starts on in, on the evening of Holy Thursday. So that's that's the beginning of the Easter Tridium. So it goes from evening, so um, dusk Thursday night, to um, dusk Friday night, and then Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. That's how we count the three days. And so Holy Thursday's is um, the day when we um, remember the Last Supper so, Jesus shared the Passover with his disciples. Um, and so, and that's something we remember, you know, we, at Mass we say, do this in memory of me. So, that's where, you know, um, what happened at the Last Supper, we're actually reenacting that every time we celebrate
0: Mass. And taking communion.
3: Mm, that's yeah. right, sharing that meal together. This is my body. This is my blood. Do this in memory of me. So, so that's Holy Thursday. And also, it's when we remember um, Judas betrayed Jesus. Um, so it's you know highly significant. That's the beginning of our Easter Tridium, which is you know a, a little Easter se- a little season in the church on its own, um, which is probably the most important time in the church here. And then Good Friday, um, traditionally, um, you know we remember when Jesus was crucified. We also remember you know the trial that he went through that led to his crucifixion. Um, And um, that's the one day in the year when we don't receive communion. So if we go to Mass, it's not a full Mass. It's actually a time to commemorate Jesus' death and and, um, um, just to um, come forward and kiss the feet of the cross, Um, although in COVID times, probably not. Probably not. Um, Also on Good Friday, though, is is when we celebrate or when we um, remember um, – we reenact the Stations of the Cross, which is basically the, remembering those key last days and moments in Jesus' life, and so that's where you know that experience at Sacred Art that James you were saying you've been to as well. It's a really powerful reenactment um, that really brings it to life in a in a powerful way that you know even. From young ones to older ones, and it's actually something that you see
1: like um, that's it acted out. Mm. But if in any Catholic church you're in, if you actually look around the walls mm. of the Catholic church, they actually have the stations of the cross around the whole church. Yes. You see them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Nine, mm. the different moments. Yeah, I mm. used
0: to remember looking at the pictures, you know, not understanding what the full meaning was, and mm. just. You know, I used to get so confused because there were ones that looked really similar, and I think that's um, the three times when Jesus, Jesus falls. falls. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that always used to confuse me because I thought that I was—I'd lose track of where I was going.
1: <laughs> yeah, haven't I already been here? Yeah. yeah exactly. Did they make um, a mistake when they were carving them, or?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I never got the, like true meaning behind it. So this year is actually a bit of a an eye opening experience mm-hmm. um, for me to you know gain that higher knowledge
1: and the stations uh, of the cross
0: is interesting in the way that it's yes it's
2: a catholic tradition um but it's actually not that you know distant for us in terms of how we can bring it to life now so today obviously for saint Mary's students we experience stations of the cross in a a more simplified version and a version where we saw students acted out um, as freeze frames um, and we were asked to reflect on questions that are very relevant to us. So, you know, um, we carry crosses as well. Maybe not the physical cross that Jesus once carried, but the burdens of every day. Um, and how do we combat that? How do we get back up? So Stations of the Cross, I have always thought, is a really powerful um, story. Whether When I was a kid, probably like you, I didn't necessarily understand in depth how that could relate to me, but now as an adult working in youth ministry, I think there's a really powerful message in that. Um, and you know, throughout the stations, it's a story, and then at the end, there's that light, there's that resurrection of Jesus, and you know, he he comes back to life. Like that's not something you know that normally happens. Yeah, you don't see that every day. No, not you don't see that. So it's, it, I think it's a really powerful story of, um, you know, in in hardship
0: there is that light at the end. And K- you said that there was a second thing yeah. before I interrupted you and, you know.
3: I, I always remember, well, my first experience of um, mm-hmm. of this was at Glenelg. Where I used to go to church, Alivea Victories. Um, if you've been there, it's a massive church, really high ceilings, yeah. uh, Easter Vigil Mass. And um, I remember, so on the Saturday night of, of the Easter Tridium, so this Saturday night, they had a, a bowl at the front, and they they it, they had you know obviously oil in the bowl, and they lit the bowl to mark um, that special very part very special part of the ceremony. So we're we're remembering that Jesus was dead and he came back to life. So that the idea of um, darkness into light mm-hmm. really powerfully symbolised in the Easter vigil celebration, where you're in the church completely completely black dark, yeah. and then this massive flame at the front, and from that one flame. Then a candle is lit and that's passed to everyone in the congregation. So then you've got a whole um, church full of light. And just the symbolism of that to me has always been really, really, really powerful. I love that part of the ceremony because it symbolises to me about how you know from just from one light, if you if you pass that light on, it can spread like wildfire. And you know we talk about um, uh, what's our hymn to Saint Dominic say, Maddie?
0: Which part? <coughs> Because I I've got the entire thing spread memorized, there. spread the gospel, tiding flames. Is that yeah, bit? So, yeah, something like something that.
3: Something
0: like
2: <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to remember. I was trying to sing it in my head. Lordly errand, Lordly yeah, errand. I was trying to hum it, but yeah, yeah in my head.
3: <laughs> yeah, spreading the gospel flame. So that idea of you know passing on our light um, to others, and 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 that that sort of um, domino effect. Yeah. Of, um, sharing your light, bringing light to others, lighting up the whole community, and lifting the whole community.
0: Being enlightened. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that that to me I've always loved that celebration and it's one we always go to even if our kids are little and they're too tired we make them go cuz <laughs> I make them go cuz I love it. Um and I want them to experience that. I remember still remember uh back in 2003 we were living in the UK and we went we were in London London for Easter and we went to I don't know Westminster Abbey or whatever it was and um and took Eloise who was 3 and um, she fell asleep under the pew. You went for like two and a <laughs> half hours or something. Mm-hmm. And the organ was... <laughs> but, yeah, just to experience <laughs> that. Loved it.
0: Yeah, fun fact. 2003, that's when I was born. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope that, you know...
3: Don't feel old, Mr.
1: Naps. Never. Yeah, don't Never. feel old, old, old. old. <laughs> Here we go.
0: Um, yeah. So obviously you said that there's that one experience that's really stuck with you of being in Westminster. Mm. Um. James, I want to actually pass the, you know, torch to you. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Um, pass the light. Yeah. Yeah, the gospel light onto me, What's yeah. What's
0: one thing that you can see uh, that stays in your mind from an experience at Easter or just something maybe somebody said or just that really has stuck with you in this reflective time?
1: Um, I'd say, you know... Um, one of the, I mean, the first thing that jumps to my mind is actually a mass that I went to, and hearing um, Rob tell that story about the passing around of the and the, the lighting of the candle was um, uh, one uh, Easter we were down uh, staying at Port Elliot and going down to the the Catholic church there in Victor Harbour, and I, I was thinking it was going to be this kind of small little country church. I didn't think it was going to be much like because you know that was just kind of my expectation which is so wrong that if anyone's been to the catholic church in victor harbour it's this beautiful big adobe sandstone looking thing that looks like it's an old catholic mission from somewhere in south america or something it's this amazing looking thing huge ceilings again like the one in um glenelg Mm. and uh and uh I didn't know anybody there at all. I was there. My kids were there. You know, we were there and sort of like moved in to start with in this big church. But to start with, we were all just herded into this tiny, tiny, tiny little lobby right at the very... Front of the church, and we were literally squished shoulder to shoulder, like we're at a Coldplay concert or something. <laughs> and and they started lighting, um, uh, you know, all of the candles, and then without any backing music, it was all a cappella. All of the the um, the the, the opening hymn was sung for for it, and it was incredible. It was this a truly you know spirit filled moment, and for me, that's kind of the Easter memory that kind of sticks with me, but I'd say that the overall feeling that I have, if it's a feeling, would be a feeling of family, and I think that's probably something that, regardless of whether or not, I mean, I mean, clearly Jean-Marie and Rob and I, we're all fairly, you know, we go to Mass and we, we do all of those very sort of quintessential Catholic things, but um, I think overall, regardless of of your background or your affiliation to church and faith, your connection to family at Easter is still something I think that inherently we just know. It's an instinct thing, isn't it? Like it's just something that you naturally know that at Easter time, it's not a time where you just go and hang out with your friends or it's not a time when you go and take the opportunity and go, oh, by the way, mum, I'll see you. You know, I'm off on Friday night. I'll be staying over at so-and-so's place until Monday. You just don't do that stuff. It's all about having that opportunity to connect with family in whatever way you can. And that, to me, is always the overarching feeling, I'd say.
0: That's, yeah, that was really deep. Thank you for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might like to read my new book, Deep Stuff with Jane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, well, mine's obviously just the basic dictionary at the moment because... Okay, yeah, you fair enough. That's amazing. Sure. Um, great experiences. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Jane. Yes, we're going to get your, you know, prominent feeling or experience as well of Easter.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, oh. not to be, you know, not to make you feel bad. Not a competition. Them.
3: It, yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't, don't have know. to you know, up the ante from James's experience.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that that was way
2: too deep. No, <laughs> nah, that was great. Um, my experience or highlight of easter similar to james i suppose like family um i come from a vietnamese family so lots of food we love food it's the weight of the heart weight of the soul so lots of food is involved um being Vietnamese, we love the karaoke too. Um <laughs> so, you know, there's that saying when you when you sing what? you pray you when you sing, you pray, you know, what is it? twice twi- twice as hard or something like that. So no, yeah I've heard um, twice when that. we have these Same family Augusta. gatherings I'm
1: just um, caught up on this the thing of going <laughs> because we're Vietnamese <laughs> we love karaoke. We do, is we that, is, that is, <laughs> a
3: is Hey, hey, <laughs> is a thing? hey,
2: don't hate on me here. That's to be no, it's not that at all.
3: <laughs> is <laughs> that a <the> real thing?
2: <laughs> it is, it's All
3: Vietnamese love karaoke. Oh, we
2: love karaoke. Okay. I'm gonna say I do, and my, my my dad and the rest of my family, but we love it, and um, you know the whole your
1: new ones love yeah, the, yeah your yeah. your new oh, ones and every love other karaoke new in,
2: just just every other about every other new one I can I think say we this. know it though. every other <laughs> new one <in. laughs> loves karaoke and um so there's a lot of singing there's a lot of music but yeah the um the overarching theme is the fact that we're together and. You, Growing up, I my family is actually from New South Wales, so we've always we always spend a lot of time away from family. So whenever we've made the trip back to Sydney, it's that reuniting, it's that light, it's that flame. So um, for me, I guess that's the highlight of Easter. Um, this year will be interesting to see how that goes. Obviously, not being able to travel, so um, I'm sure we'll get to celebrate via Zoom. I think that's the the really wonderful part of where we are now in terms of how we use technology to celebrate Easter Um, and for example my uncle who I've always tuned into his mass when he's celebrated here I'll get to tune in um, from Adelaide where he'll be doing it from Sydney so um, I'll get to see you know mass from Sydney and 30 minutes later so yeah
0: Yeah. well it means you get to experience twice the faith and joy
3: I
2: hope so I hope so yeah
3: I guess one more thing for me if I can just butt in. Go ahead. You finished? No. Excuse <laughs> um, actually I was
2: still going. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> I don't think he was asking. Yeah, no. I, no, he never You're asked. Finished. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> You're finished. Yeah. You're finished, This is about me. <laughs> Mute. No. Um, so I, I find it interesting that for some families that um, Christmas is the big one and Easter um, Family-wise, it's not necessarily a big one, but for, I guess from my experience growing up, it's always, they've been sort of on par, really. it's They're both big family celebrations. And um, my dad's family's all from Melbourne, so I have lots of fond memories. We used to often go um, on the drive in the old Valiant across um, at night time. With a mattress on the back seat back in the days. Is that, when that a didn't, car? When didn't. That's, yes. that's before 2003. <laughs> is that a car? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, just wanted back to clarify what that was. In fact, yeah. even
1: in 2003, if you said to someone, I'm going for a drive at the Valiant, <laughs> I don't think many people would know what you were talking about. <laughs> was
2: it a horse carriage? Like, was there a horse? There <laughs> we go. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. It made a heck of a racket going down those cobbled Miss streets is <laughs> excusing herself from the panel. <laughs> Yes, anyway, <laughs> back to my fond memories um, So yeah, we used to go over for Easter and spend We need a clopping horse and <laughs> <pot> spend, <cake. laughs> spend time with family And it was it's always special And yeah, this weekend the same Lots of time with all the family
0: Yeah, of course Yeah, I know that in the past I No I've, karaoke uh, No karaoke Yeah, see, my family does it better <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words <laughs> Um, <laughs> I know for me, it's, an to be honest, um, Easter's not something that I, um, I don't have many memories of Easter, it's kind of, it kind of flows into it, like last year, I cannot at all remember, I think it's just because of the year being such a stressful experience, and it was all just a bit of a blur, so I don't really remember it from then, but as far as I can think, we've always uh, gone over to be with other um, friends and people because unfortunately uh, in my family we it's me my sister my mum and my dad and we live in uh, Adelaide Uh, everyone else lives everywhere else so you know I've been told that it's because we moved to be away from them but they seem to have just spread out more Um, so they're in Canberra um, we've got some over in Perth, and they're just really spread wow, out. Wow,
1: spread out. Yeah. Mm. In fact, I don't think they could be more spread out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um,
1: Maybe the tip of Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: we do actually have family know. up there okay. as well. Yeah.
1: They, they've got it covered, man. They're all over yeah. it. Don't worry about it.
0: But, um, so it's not always an experience that we can meet up for those kind of, like for Easter as a holiday. So what we do is we try and meet up with, um, we've got these really, really good family friends, uh, that we spend quite a lot of time with and their oldest, I've actually, um, he's a month older than me. Mm. Like, so, you know, it's a really, really close age gap. Um, and our families have always been really good friends. So this weekend, we're actually going to be going away up to the river, um, to their shack. Uh, there'll be another family there and we'll just, you know, good times and good laughs. Cause that's, that's what we do when we're together. And so
1: it's interesting that like, you've these, you've clearly known this family for a very, very long time. Mm. And usually when you say things like going, you know, I'm and their child is like a month apart, you've usually known them since that time. Like yeah. but, So in a way, it it's a bit like family anyway. They you've are. You've created this kind of, you know, mm. second family. I won't say a family is, you know, something you should ever trivialise, but when friends can become that close, it can be like another family. You forge that kind of connection. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely true. I mean... Um, Obviously, you know, family is such an important thing and, you know, being able to talk to other people in that close sense of, you know, I can talk to my auntie for something or, you know, that. I don't have that accessibility as much. So we have created our own family of friends Mm -hmm. um, and, you know... My parents, they my dad's got a darts club and he meets up with them all the time <laughs> and my mum has a craft club um, and, you know, it's kind of the husbands and wives are in each one mm-hmm. and so whenever they meet up, it's a huge, you know, event and we, you know, drinks and laughs and they're like my second family as well. Mm-hmm. So I think family, you know, blood is thicker than water mm-hmm. but, you know, if you can't access your family, it's such an – interesting aspect to create your own in the confines that you have mm. so
1: yeah we seek it out as as people we we value that idea of family and close relationships so mm. much that um, yeah, when it's not there, we, we we seek out other people who also you know want to have that kind of strong, close emotional connection that you can kind of share the greater part of your your lives and you're growing up and your shared experiences, be they you know great victories or be there with you in in times of of needed support. You know, it's yeah. a very special thing. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for joining us here on SMC Live. I know that it's the first time for everyone here, so mm-hmm. that's very exciting. Mm. Um. But I hope that everyone listening can find something to take away from this episode. I certainly know that I have, um, be it a more faith-filled um, experience or just, you know, sharing in other people's experiences. Sure. Which is
1: cool. Thanks, Maddie. Great job, everything. man.
0: Um, to catch up on any missed episodes, yeah. you can find us on the School Life podcast via Spotify, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. Uh, be sure to subscribe and to get this and all our future episodes uh, as soon as they are released. On the panel this week with me was Miss Jean Newen, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Mr. It's Napoli. Okay. And James Meston.
1: It was everything I dreamed it would be and more.
0: Cool. <laughs> Thanks for having yes. us.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Let me be All part right. of it. Appreciate it. All
0: right. Thanks, everybody.